Welcome into DTC. It's been a while, folks. It's December 27th. FP, LP here, bringing us uh, home to week 17 of the NFL season. FP, it's been, it's been a long time. What have you been up to? How was your Christmas? Christmas is good, man. Spent a lot of time with the family. Got myself a, a Dyson vacuum cleaner. That's how I know I'm old, as I was most excited for a vacuum cleaner. Hey, man, um, those Dysons are nice. They're re- really nice. Like, I'm excited to go vacuum the carpet, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm actually surprised we're doing this podcast for a, for a while there. I thought defeating the curse just kind of ended. I think the curse won for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I the curse definitely defeated us after the yes <laughs> after the Saints game. It was like Saints game, and then um, the Wizards were on a on a losing streak. John Wall being out, right? The Caps. I, I have no clue. It's not uh, March yet, so I haven't paid attention <laughs> to them. The Nats, the whole Bryce Harper shenanigans and whatever, all that kind of stuff. Um, crazy, 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 yeah, crazy. Just every, I mean, the Redskins mainly are, are, are the main culprits because it's week in and week out. You had, for a while there, you had another heartbreaking loss, another heartbreaking injury, another BS reporter for Washington Post or whoever's trying to stir the pot and create some controversy. It just it got too much. I just kind of checked out and focused on the holidays. Have you been watching? Well, actually, that's not even a question. I know, I know, FP. No matter how bad this team is, you're watching every minute, every play. And you have on DVR. You're probably watching it twice. Surprisingly, the last two games, I barely watched. Uh, I didn't fully watch. More than Joe. Hold on. More than the last two games that we've won, you haven't watched. Is that coincidence? I um, had my eye on the game the entire game. So I don't say I don't think I was the the curse. So no, Go I don't away. know, man. That's that's odd. That two games in a row. I mean, have we back to back wins, but I don't I know, mean, man. That's we win the division when when you moved to Tampa. So you should probably that start backing. True. I was also there for the the Seattle game, which who would have ever thought we would have won in Seattle? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Maybe maybe we are the curse. Maybe it's me, you, Joe, and Steve. It's just Joe and Steve. Yeah, I'm not you gonna lie. You're probably right. Jones, you probably watched zero minutes of the the past two weeks. I mean, it, any sport, any anytime Joe watches the Wizards, loss. Anytime Joe watches the Caps, loss. Anytime Steve tells me that the Nats really good this year, loss. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, that's true. But to their credit, combined they have like 35 kids. So when you have true. that many kids and like two hours of sleep. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think Joe had two hours of sleep or even had kids. Let's let's get into let's get into you know what I don't want to talk about the Giants game. There's there's really nothing to talk about there. Eli Apple, I mean, what the heck is going on there? Landon Collins, what that? Like, uh, what the? I have no idea. Like, who's Steve Spagnuolo? Like, uh, I don't know. It's just 2007. And there's just storylines on the Giants that I don't even want to get into it because nobody in, here cares. We're not New York. The Redskins essentially had that opportunity, you know, three weeks ago to completely mail it in and just. And there was reports of saying, you know, we got to do better Monday through Thursday in practices. And then you see the team come out. Weren't like Zach Vigil? Where was he in training? Like he wasn't even on the fifty-three, like the original fifty-three man roster. And Ari Quanjo, starting left guard, who was on the team for three years, then was uh, cut 
this off season and was on a practice squad for like like that. Essentially, what you're you're having is is players that were not on the team you know, ten weeks ago, or players that were not even on the team four weeks ago. Kyle Bibbs or whatever that right, guy's name right. is. Well, yeah, you're having players come in and, and stepping up and actually like playing deep. Well, I they're, mean, they're what, playing. What does that mean to, get, to you about the coaching staff? They're well, they're playing get jobs next year. They're they're treating it more as tryouts than than anything else. And to their to their dues, I mean, they're playing their hearts out. They're they're proving that they're formidable athletes and 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 good at at least filling in the gaps. Right? They're good to at least be considered for a second or third string position come next year. Um, but I will say for co- from the coaching standpoint, it's very, very impressive to get these essentially nobodies to learn the plays that fast. Because from what I've seen, and you can probably attest this better than I, there hasn't been much sloppy play on the Redskins. There hasn't been that many sloppy offensive line penalties. There hasn't been that many... Uh, missed assignments on defense in, in the backfield, like the the pressure is getting like there hasn't been sloppy play for how unexperienced our team is currently with all the the gaps being filled, right? Yeah. So that's what I would attest to coaching, and that's why Gruden and Minuski are going to get a pass this year because of all the injuries and all the BS and all that stuff. They you they've proven that they are good coaches. As much as I've railed on Gruden before. He is a good coach. He is a good play caller. I don't want to lose him. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah. It's so there. There has been sloppy play. I mean, there, the team obviously is is not playing, but but at not a, as at a high level quite. I mean, they're playing against some weaker teams than the Cardinals and the Broncos. Although right. the Broncos have a stellar defense, and and the Redskins actually did pretty well. But what I'll tell you is that each and every week these players are getting better. Like, week one and two, Ari Kwanjo starting at left guard was absolutely atrocious, like, really bad. Right. He's become much better. Like, it's almost like, like, man, like, do we really need Sean Laval there? Or, you know, can Spencer Long fill in and Ari Kwanjo? Whatever it is, I'm just saying that, you know, these players have been, you know, constantly getting better week in and week out. Which well, is, look at the, the defense know, side of the ball. You got Lanier doing the same thing. He's been playing lights out for the last two weeks. And it's, yeah, it's... It, it makes you second guess what you really need to approach come free free agency and, and the draft. Definitely, depth is one of them. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Anthony Lear. He kind of reminds me of what Matt Ioannidis did, you know, before he broke his hand or whatever it is. I mean, like literally every week you're seeing seeing players step in. So, to be honest, I tip my hat off to the coaching staff. Um, I will actually make the case that this may be Gruden's best year. With like 17 people on IR, there's been. Did you know there's five people who have started every game this year? Do you know what's the five are? Kirk, uh, yep. Trent, and well, no, he missed. He missed last Trent week on IR. Yeah. yeah. So who? Kirk and who? I'll I'll give you a hint. Two on offense and three on defense. Uh, Vernon Davis. Actually, no. He's played in every game, but he's not listed as a starter. Oh, we're doing list starter of the starter. Game. I don't know. Let me let me have so Kirk Morgan Moses on offense, on defense, Preston Smith, Ryan Kerrigan, DJ Swearinger. Five players. Really, Swearinger didn't miss any any Swearinger starts. Did not miss huh. any starts. I mean, think about that for a second. Like you have to give this coaching staff some credit for that. You know, right. obviously, 
you know, injuries are a part of football, and every team has injuries, and every team has a lot of injuries, but this is a lot of injuries. But the, so, this yeah, is, because the amount of time it takes a coaching staff to focus on bringing you know, the backup guy up to speed takes away from truly pairing and opening up your offense or your play calling or your creativity for the guy that already know the offense, which, I mean, and that, that speaks multitudes to Gruden because not only is he still catching up all these guys, but he's still finding ways to be creative. He's still finding ways to get different plays out on the field and, and, and trying to not be predictable. So, yeah, by far one of his best seasons because it's been an uphill battle since, what, week two? Right? Yeah, well, and think about this. I mean, he was pretty much banking on Charles Pryor having another break a year. He was right. banking on Jamison Crowder being, you know, the Jamison right. Crowder of last year. which Losing, you know, he losing started CT to was that. huge. Yeah. He was banking on um, Josh Doxson being a true number two and stepping yeah. up. Um, and, and he hasn't gotten any of that. But somehow this Kirk Cousins is throwing for 300 yards per game. I mean, it's Vernon Davis. To, honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan to Grant. Who? To a bunch of Ryan. nobodies. Ryan Grant. That's that's another story because I think he's won you and I over, and we were probably his two biggest haters for the last three seasons. I I owe Ryan Grant an apology. This yeah. is my public <laughs> apology, Ryan Grant. I am sorry. I was completely wrong on you. Yeah, I we I can't. There has never been a Redskins player that I hated more than Ryan Grant, and the guy didn't even do anything to earn my hate. It's just that he never did anything except be praised by the coaching staff without anyone seeing what he can do. And this year, he finally got that opportunity. And he's come in clutch game after game after game when he's given that opportunity. And, yeah, public apology to Ryan Grant. Ryan Gruden, as LP used to call him, he's earned his last name. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If I were to tell you that um, yardage-wise for three players were 550, 650, and 250, and I would just say, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, Ryan Grant. Put them in order. Ryan Grant, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon. Yeah. Well, PG, yeah, like... Close. P- Deshaun Jackson has, like, 100 yards more than Ryan Grant. Deshaun Jackson, obviously, um, if you've heard the news today, is in probably some serious trouble over there in Tampa. <laughs> um, n- nothing really good, you know, happens in Florida, but th- that's for another pod. Um, right. Yeah, it's ridiculous, like... Like, everyone, Joe and Steve, were completely banking on, you know, I don't know how we can give up two 1,000-yard receivers, two 1,000-yard receivers, two 1,000-yard receivers. I think Deshaun Jackson has, like, 600-something yards, and Pierre Garçon has 500-something yards, and both of them have not been playing many games. I mean, I think I think Deshaun's been playing every well, game. PG except- went on IR after, like, week six with a neck injury. Yeah, um, so... To be honest, I, I got to say the Redskins made the right decision on those two guys. I mean, yes, could they have helped? Yes, yes. Uh, are they worth the amount of money that they got paid? No. Yeah. If if you could have retained them from cheaper, absolutely. But there's no way I was going to give all that money to them, especially when you have to still figure out what's going to happen with Kirk. And that that question is one week away, officially one week away. Can we start truly talking about what happens with Kirk? And I called it last week. He was doing a tryout for Denver, and I think that's Joe. Joe's side of his of that family is probably going to love it, but I think he goes to Denver over anywhere else. No. Um, okay, 
if, if you were to take your bet, is Kirk going to be here in 2018, just 2018? Um, I want a yes or no and a, and a confidence percentage. Uh, I'm going to say yes, 78%. Wow, that's high. That's high. But you just said he was going to Denver. <laughs> so the only way it's a yes is if we tag, he would be an idiot to turn down that money. Which tag? The transition tag. The transition tag at $28 million. I think no matter what, if you tag Kirk Cousins, I think he's signs right what? I don't think he's going to go through the whole thing. He'll play out another year for $28 million. He'll play out another year for $34 you're, million. You're, if he gets you're crazy tag. if you don't. You're crazy if you don't because even if you you break your ACL, MCL, Liz Frank, get every injury known to mankind in one hit, you've still made more money than you would have on an eight-year contract. So. Well, not only that, I don't, if you heard, Max Scherzer told him to get uh, in, right. uh, injury insurance. So he right. has injury insurance money. Yeah. I mean, so why not sign? Okay, why so, not see what your team can get for uh, next year when everyone's healthy, and and just have another tryout year? Because the only it, thing twenty million, happen- twenty four million, and then at least twenty eight million. I mean, he's sitting on sixty eight million right there, and and you know Kirk. Well, one Kirk's got tons of advertisements. You ever see him every time at right. you know uh, Virginia Tire and Auto and right? Yeah, all this other stuff. So. One, he's a smart businessman. And two, I don't think he's the type of guy who's going to go blow all his money on parties and all that stuff. The guy's set. I don't know yeah. if the guy really – I don't know how much he cares about money. I think he wants to win. So the one thing is I will say that hit uh, during the Denver game – was it the Denver game or the Arizona no, game? No, I think it was the Arizona game. The Arizona game. Where he got that, shook up a little bit. Yeah, that hit may have made him – he that it got him the insurance policy, but it may have done just enough to want him to have some sort of long guaranteed contract so that he was always given a chance to play. Because the one risk, aside from money and injury, is let's say that a big injury does happen, an RG three style injury does happen. Almost every team might just be like, "That we're not we're not even going to get bother." I don't think that'll ever happen, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I'll it's tell you risk. what, I, yeah, I wrote this on um, our blog uh, the other day. In my opinion, I, I think a transition, uh, a franchise tag at $34 million, I think the end result would be he signs that right away, he plays one more year, and we're in the exact same situation next year. I except think a transition it's going to cost tag, much more. Except it'll cost much more. I think a transition tag is a risk, right? Because someone could come in and blow – you know, Kirk, a uh, uh, three-year, you know, $150 million contract with, you know, $50 million on the first year. And the Redskins just physically cannot match right. that. Like, they don't right. have the cap space. You'd, they'd have to do a lot of stuff. So I kind of took a look at what teams have more cap space projected. Obviously, you know, this is still right. kind of early. But projected, what teams have more cap space than the Redskins do in 2018? I, I love when, to, I love it when when you crunch numbers for me. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the blog. I went down to the the Niners at 116, the Browns at 111, the Colts at 84, the Jets at 80, the Bucks 66, the Vikings at 57, Titans 54, Texans 54, Lions 54, and Redskins 54. So about four teams at the bottom who are kind of the same. Then all I right, said, all right. Now, oh, those. Let me, let me kind of go through this. I said, of those teams, which team actually needs a quarterback? And this was done prior to this, this past weekend. So then I said, the, the Niners, 
the Browns, the Jets. Those are the teams that really need quarterbacks. And then right. I, and then I said, and maybe the Vikings, depending on what they have, what happens there. But I think they keep Case Keenum. And then okay. and then I said, all right. So if I'm Kirk, do I want to go to the Niners? Yeah. Do I want to go to the Browns or the Jets? Absolutely not. So you take those teams, and then and then you say, okay, well, the whole Niners Jimmy Garoppolo thing. This is probably until this past weekend where he was proven that he's the real deal. So now take the Niners out. So you're really left with the Browns and the Jets. I would be willing to put Kirk on transition tag and let go out, let him negotiate. And if the Browns or the Jets offer him some big deal and he takes it, all right, you know, see you later. Sorry, it didn't work out. You know, we'll take two picks from 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 those teams and just move on. Now, do I think Kirk wants to go to any of those teams? Heck no. Why would he want to do that? I think he's he may go. You know, and then on the positive side, he would go negotiate a deal with another team, and then the Redskins could match it. So, like, if he wanted to go to the Broncos, they would negotiate a deal, and the Redskins would have more cap space than the Broncos, so they would be able to match it. So there, Kirk gets his market value because he's allowed to go see the market, and the Redskins essentially can get Kirk at a price that someone else has set, and they just have to decide whether they match it or not. The ball's completely in the Redskins' court at that point. I agree with everything that you just said. But to throw a wrench in it, of that list, the Niners, Browns, Colts, Jets, Bucks, Vikings, Titans, Texans, Lions, us, those skins, I think I think there's a very good chance that Tampa Bay blows the team up and the next guy in could be like, I don't like Jameis Winston. He's immature. He's not progressing. Bring me Kirk. And then the next because guy's gonna be John Gruden. Exactly. So the bring next me guy Kirk. Gonna be John. So bring me Kirk, because he knows Kirk. He likes Kirk. And then you give Kirk a Mike Evans, you bring him I don't know about Deshaun, but I mean the, it, it's a team that, right. that has Austin pieces. Jenkins. He's got they've got weapons. Right. And then the next one would be Tennessee. Same exact thing. Not necessarily blowing up the team, but Marcus Mariota still throwing crazy picks. Kind of injury prone, good surrounding team, defenses come up, solid running back. Give me, give me a Kirk. Let me pay for a Kirk because we're so close. We're so close, especially in a weak division. We're so close. So those are the only two wrenches I think get thrown into everything that you said, um, aside from Denver, obviously. And the Denver thing, like you were saying, would be perfect because we have more money than them. So if they make an offer. We can come back and be like, we'll match that offer. We'll do better than offer. Just stay here and shut up. That would be yeah. ideal. But And the other thing with the transition tag is that if someone were to make an offer and Kirk were to accept, the Redskins still have the power because they have, the, they have to agree on a, um, a set. Uh, um, what's it called? So like, if, if Denver's like, I'll give you uh, one pick, and the Redskins are like, no, we want four picks, no deal. Like, they right. have to agree yeah, yeah. on the package as well. Because so yeah, the ball we, would be completely in our value. Court. It's just you're taking the uh, negotiating out of the Redskins, which is if, if you kind of step back and look at this at a bigger picture, it's really stupid. Like, just negotiate with the guy. Like, what are you waiting for? Uh, am I am I wrong in thinking that I'm okay with removing the negotiating from the Redskins organization? It's like it's like <laughs> that's because how all bad that's the organization is that yeah. that's like the only thing well, that we can. We have to wait for some disaster to happen for us to make. Do something. That's how bad Bruce is. Yeah. 
specifically Bruce. I'm okay with Bruce completely losing all negotiating power and him having having to react because we've clearly proven we can't be proactive. You also got to think that Dan is sitting there in his office day by day, and you know, one Dan reads articles like we know that for sure. Oh, he's a fanboy, of course he is. Yeah, so you got to think that Dan's sitting there like like. Really, am I gonna let this guy walk? Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, you can't tell with Dan, but I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce is removed from power to like, you know, I don't know what. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised, but I will also not expecting it. I'll I'll say here, um, the very first article that we posted on defeating the curse was dear GM, and that was to Scott McLuhan, and it was me begging him, begging him. To keep Kirk and to 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 keep the, the the continuity, obviously that did not work out. The last post, probably for this year, I'll give you all a sneak peek, is most likely going to be, dear Dan Snyder, and it's going to be begging him, begging him, to fire Bruce Allen. It's not going to happen, but would you be surprised? I no, I mean as surprised as I was when Vinny let, got let go, I never thought yeah. Vinny was going to get let go. Yeah. I thought we were stuck I, with Vinny for a very long time. Yeah, it, it'd be nice to know like the the politics down in Ashburn and um, you know you what know, I would love what to kind see? of influence other like like what influence does uh, Doug Williams have or Eric Schaefer or Jay Gruden or you know the, the other people that are close to Dan? I don't know. You it'd know what I would love to see? I would love what? to see John Gruden be offered GM of the Redskins. Oh. No, Dude, no. The the thing that we should do is just get like let the team like let Jake Rudin be head coach and be offense coordinator and be involved in you know drafting and all that. Like he's involved you, in a lot of stuff. You don't think Big Bro would be a great GM? Uh, I mean, I I just I don't like we had the the father like the the family thing here with the Shanahan's and I don't want it again. I want Doug Williams the, running listen, the, running the, the draft. The, fam- the family thing would have worked if RG three was an RG three. Or if Dan didn't force RG on on Mike. True. I think but I think Big Bro and Little Bro are, are pretty much on the same page, especially with Kirk. It'd be interesting to see. It'll never happen. But it, I like having this conversation. Yeah, I won't happen. The one thing I beg for this team is continuity. Like I, I wanna see Doug Williams run the draft and I wanna see Jay Gruden be the coach. I wanna see Minuski be the defensive coordinator. I wanna see Tom Sula be the defensive line coach. I want to see Callahan be the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. So, and like I just want to see all that stay the same. Speaking and of the, bring in speaking, more speaking of the draft, do you want Doug Williams to really be in charge? I I think personally, I would want Gruden to have more responsibility on the draft and the draft board because if I'm if if it was him deciding who to go where when it was when it came into filling in the holes for all the injured players. I think by default you have to assume he has a pretty good eye for talent and for for player skills because he he knows which guys to bring up, which guys to let go, which guys to put where. It makes me think he has a pretty good eye for that for that for the draft. Yeah, I agree, but you got to also trust the scouts, right? So there these are scouts that have been in the building for a couple years who now report to Doug's. Like you got to trust like it, it's got to come to all of them together. I don't want Jake Rudin going out to judges and recruiting. No, and, no, no, you know, no. Of course not. I'm saying I, I, I want, want him. To, 
I want his input to be just as important as the scouts and for Doug to 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 accept an entire picture instead of cuz some I feel like Jay Gruden sometimes he's like all right I'm done and he just kind of checks out especially yeah. in the off season until he comes back to work and sees what he he gets to play with No oh, I mean the rumors are that the the dude loves watching tape and watches like he was apparently really involved in this past year's like draft and stuff like that so, I mean, like, here's what I'll say about that. I don't think the Redskins are bad at accruing talent. Like, we saw Scott left. Okay, maybe they used Scott's board. Maybe they didn't. But then there's obviously, like, in-season signings that we saw. Right. right? The Capri Bibbs. Uh, right. Like, there's, you know, bringing, like, Anthony Lear. Like, there's just small things that makes me have confidence in the team. So confidence in the, the coaching staff to build talent on, on these young players. Like, and Ionitis, like, they could have easily given up on the guy. He was, like, yeah, a seventh-round absolutely. Pick. And, you know, they said, no, this guy's got talent. We're going to work with him. And, and they do, and it works out. So I don't think this organization is in, is, in, is, a, is in as bad shape as it has been in previous years. This, you know, potentially maybe the third year in a row where we have a non-losing record. I don't remember that once in my lifetime. Like yeah, I know no, it's not great, and I know selling, settling for mediocrity is is loser talk, but like it's better than having to blow everything up every three years. Honestly, even if we drop the ball against the Giants, seven wins with what we've dealt with this year to me is amazing. It's shocking that we even got to seven. Yeah. I, I like after that Saints game specifically. It it especially because of the way that you and I watched it where my DVR screwed up and then just jumped to the end of overtime when we saw the field goal. It, it just deflated me. I was so crushed that I checked it in for the remainder of those games. Like <laughs> it was just yeah. so bad. And for us, to, for, for the team to still find a way to get the seven wins, it, it's maybe, Hey, maybe that new field really did make a difference. I don't know. I think it's just spray painted. It looked brown again last week. <laughs> But let me let me let me tell you this. Take the Saints game and say we won that. You know we'd be in the playoff race. Take the Kansas City game. The Josh Jackson drop in the last second. Yeah, we do this every year though. <laughs> That's I true. don't want to take but, the game and say we're in the play. I want to just be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but I, I guess I'm saying this as in like like the last year of Shanahan, how bad were we? Like we like everyone Honestly, out in so December. so bad that I don't even like that year doesn't even exist. Okay, the last <laughs> year of Zorn, how bad was that? Did did Zorn coach more than one year? <laughs> That's, how bad, it was. Second year, yes. <laughs> That's um, how bad it was. Yes. That's how bad. And then you go back to I guess Gibbs. Gibbs had a good run, uh, so I can't say anything bad about him. But yeah, I mean it's just yeah. like it's cycle after cycle of just you know we have to blow up the team because there's some crazy drama going on. You. I mean, because we made it through the McLuhan thing, I think we're okay as a franchise. And I think the the whole Bruce extending Gruden to kind of calm everyone down after the McLuhan thing, it may have been a smoke and mirror show, but what it did was give you some peace this offseason with at least the coaching staff. And that's the biggest piece aside from Kirk. And I, 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 the coaching staff staying in place for this is going to be what the fourth year of Gruden, right? 
this coming year? This coming fifth. year. It'll be his fourth fifth. year. No, fifth? no, fifth. Yeah, for year one, he had the RG3 debacle and every uh, yeah. okay. quarterback for right. three years. That doesn't count. That's not a Gruden. That wasn't a Gruden team. This is going to be the fourth year of a true Gruden team. Yeah, but he had to get rid of him. So no, he did. he did. I absolutely agree. But this will be the fourth, fifth year overall, fourth year of a true Gruden-led, built team. I am excited to see what happens because, I'll, God damn it, if we get another injury plague season next year, I quit. I just quit. <laughs> There's no way the, in, the, the turf toe monster is going to come get us two years in a row. I refuse to believe that. Yeah. I mean, how many games is, is George Reed going to play next year? <laughs> I, so how did he even hurt his hamstring? Either he's how playing. He hamstring when he don't play? either, either he plays fourteen next year, or he's not on the team. Those are his only two options. The, the cap hit is just too big to let him go. I know. Gotta, at this point, you guys just hope he retires, and I guess maybe that's not a cap hit. <laughs> I honestly, yeah. Go it's, ahead, retire. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Sorry, I'm, the, the I dude feel gets sorry a concussion for when he sneezes. I, I can't. No, like he hasn't even played a game. How does he have a hurt hamstring? I don't know. Like, pulling up his pants. <laughs> he does it all the time. <laughs> but he hasn't done that this year. You gotta look up his stats. He's probably gotta have. I think he he played a few games, but like he was not even on the field. Thank yeah. God for Vernon Davis. Thank God for Vernon Davis, which means thank God for Scott McLuhan. Yeah. So all right, we haven't talked about the Giants game at all. Uh, no need. Does it matter to you at all? What's your prediction? I'll be shocked if I watch it in 17-14 Redskins in a very boring, very slow game. Dude, I, don't be like Joe and Steve. Literally, there are 16 weeks. If of you want Redskins me to be, football. if you, I will watch the game. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to watch the game. It is the last Redskins game of the year. I'll go full Joe on it. 54-12 Redskins. Yeah. I mean, okay, so for me, there's no chance I'm not watching the game. I watch no. every Redskins game. We're watching no matter how good or how bad. I mean, Sunday's, I watch, like Sunday's I said, what? New Year's Eve? Sunday right? is uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing going on that day. It's a oh, 1 right, o'clock I'm game. good. I'm good. Let's do it's it. 1 o'clock. Nobody's go, invited, by the way. Nobody's invited. <laughs> <laughs> I go uh, Joe times 2. I go 50 to 0. The Giants are a really bad team. I think Kirk Cousins has a great game. I think Josh Doxson I would out. love I know to see a goose egg. I think, I think they lay a goose egg. I'm not even joking. Eli oh, Apple, yeah. like, what? I don't know what the heck's going on. Whatever. Whatever. I would love to see Eli Manning's last game as a giant be a giant dud. <laughs> Eli's probably going to win another Super Bowl before he's done, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Not as a giant, though. Not as a giant. No. Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. That, that's another odd situation. But we're not going to talk about that now. Any final thoughts, FP? Um, I'm, I'm at one more week and I'm full Caps mode. Go Caps. They're actually, quick bit, they actually had a pretty good hot streak going on there for a while. Dropped a little bit in the West. But they're the team to, to keep my hopes up this cold, cold winter. Uh, maybe I'll start watching the Caps in, in January once football season's over. Oh, there's so much. That's it's such fun to just regular season hockey is very fun to watch. No, uh, NBA is where it's at, man. The Wizards are where it's at. No, as 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 amazing as NHL games are, if you're truly invested, there is a lot of very very boring NBA games on. That's probably true, but yeah, uh, playoff hockey that's got to be one of the best. Oh, man. absolutely, playoff one of the awesome. Best. Yeah. 
All right. So uh, before we close out, I know this is on everyone's mind in, in DC. Prepay or not prepay? <laughs> what the heck is going on? I honestly, I I'm the type of person that just go walks into H and R Block, overpays to get my taxes done, and do whatever they say. So I <laughs> means nothing to me. <laughs> also, you're the type of person who were to want to prepay to walk into the government center and see the line being really long and be like, nope, screw it, don't care. Yeah, absolutely. I would just leave and go to Fairfax Corner and get a coffee or something. There's, there's no way I'm going to wait in Black Friday probably type probably better lines. spent doing that. Yes. All right. I think we're good. Hail to the Redskins. Let's, get, let's close out the season 8-8. Eight and eight. Let's re-sign Kirk, but who knows. Um, it's going to be an interesting month coming up, or a month and a half. So I'm it's excited. waiting for game it. for everyone in D.C. Yep. All right. Well, we are out. Yeah. <laughs>